Hello, and welcome to the GOP Alliance program. I am your host, Carlos Cruz. I thank you very much for taking the time out to listen to this program. We do appreciate your following and your feedback. The Trump administration and the 2020 elections have revealed many things. In doing so, the state of Georgia passed legislation to make the state's election process more secure, accessible, and fair. What could go wrong? Well, if you're a Republican doing this, you are evil Nazis. Oh, and you're racist too. For those who have read the law, you will find that this law takes sensible steps to improve the state's election process. It also expands the ability to vote in many cases. But to hear Democrats in the media tell it, you would think Georgia has just undone the civil rights era and the North is about to invade the South in order to save our union. Keep in mind there's an incentive uh, to either not tell the truth or to bend it to your favor. This is all part of a political scheme for the Democrats to stay in power for generations to come. America is the golden goose they don't want to let go, and they have been inching their way toward their goal for the last 100 years. We're basically looking at a period of a modern-day version of a political battle of the bulge. They know they can't destroy us, but they can try to beat us into submission to negotiate a peace on their terms. They can smell how close to the finish line they are. And Trump scared the hell out of them as well. Trump gave them the motivation they needed to really start pushing their agenda. Now enter Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. The Lieutenant Governor is an embodiment of the American dream. He was the ninth of ten children and grew up extremely poor. His father was an alcoholic who routinely abused his mother. Thank God she was a strong woman of faith who valued hard work. This would be on display after her husband died and she was forced to take on the reins of sole provider for her children while only having a fifth grade education. This is what the progressive left fears second to God. This lieutenant governor is all about common sense conservatism, protecting the life of the unborn, defending the Second Amendment, giving parents back control over their children's education, standing up for law enforcement, addressing veterans' care, and enacting election reform. On Thursday, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, oh, uh, by the way, did I happen to mention Republican Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson is the first of African ancestry to hold that office. For you progressives out there, that means he is a black man. He testified at a hearing in the House of Representatives titled Oversight of the Voting Rights Act, the Evolving Landscape of Voting Discrimination. Please, listen to what he had to say. You see, I'm the first black lieutenant governor of North Carolina, and I hail from Greensboro, home of the Woolworth sit-ins, an epicenter of the civil rights movement. I grew up poor as the ninth of ten children in a home marred by alcoholism, but I had a mother who was a strong woman of faith, and she sustained us. She was also a woman who lived through the terribleness of Jim Crow and witnessed firsthand the sacrifices made by those to ensure that black voices would be heard in government. I know right now she is up in heaven smiling as she sees her son here sitting in this committee hearing. But today I'm not here to talk about myself. I'm here to talk about voter discrimination and election integrity. The subject of this hearing is the evolving landscape of voter discrimination. And it certainly has throughout our nation's history. 
Let me say that I am very proud of the history in this nation of my people. My people were put in the belly of ships, bound in chains, and endured the Middle Passage. My people were whipped, beaten, and sold as, pro as property during slavery. During Reconstruction and throughout Jim Crow, black people were intimidated, harassed, and even killed to keep them from having a voice in government. Symbols like chains, nooses, and burnt crosses are not just symbols of death, they are symbols of forced and coerced silence. The sacrifices of our ancestors, so I could have the opportunity to become the first black lieutenant governor of my state, to see a black man sit in the White House for two terms, and for millions of us to be leaders in business, athletics, government, and culture, add up to an incredible story of victory. But today, we hear Georgia law being compared to Jim Crow, the black voices are being silenced, and the black voices are being kept out. How? By bullets? By bombs? By nooses? No, by requiring a free ID to secure the vote. Let me say that again, by requiring a free ID to secure the vote. How absolutely preposterous. Am I to believe that black Americans who have overcome the atrocities of slavery, who were victorious in the civil rights movement and now sit in the highest levels of this government cannot figure out how to get a free ID to secure their votes. That they need to be coddled by politicians because they don't think we can figure out how to make our voices heard. Are you kidding me? The notion that black people must be protected from a free ID to secure their votes is not just insane, it is insulting. Just a few days ago, excuse me, uh, uh, and let me tell you something about this. This is, doesn't have anything to do with justice. This has everything to do with power. Just a few days ago, Vice the vice president went to the very place that I mentioned, the Woolworth counter in Greensboro. But you know who wasn't there? You know who wasn't invited? My good friend Clarence Henderson, who is a civil rights icon. He sat at that counter and endured the suffering and pain to make sure that black voices were heard. And why was he left out? Because he's of a different political persuasion. You might ask why this is so, and I'll tell you plainly. The goal of some individuals in government is not to hear the voices of black Americans at all. It's to hear the voices that fit their narratives and ultimately help keep power with one group. And that's what this all is all about, it's about power. Just look at H.R. 1, it's despicable. The entire thing is designed to keep one party in power and ensure they stay there indefinitely. And how do they plan to do that? By taking away the rights of states given by the Constitution to govern their own elections, to mandate a wish list, a partisan, a partisan wish list that comes down from that federal government. Some of these items include using government dollars to fund campaigns in order to give an advantage to one party mandating that felons are allowed to vote, including illegal immigrants on voter rolls, and of course, trying to ban states from having voter ID. The last thing I'll say is this. Many people know that I'm a strong proponent of the Second Amendment, and I always will be. I believe that the right to keep and bear arms should always be available to law-abiding citizens. But the first line of defense in maintaining the integrity of the Second Amendment is having an ID to show and requiring that ID when you purchase that firearm. In the same way, I believe that voter ID is our first line of defense for protecting the integrity of the right to vote. And that's what this should be about. It should be about integrity.
not power. Thank you. Thank you, Lieutenant Governor, for your words and your leadership. We here wish you and your family nothing but the best, lots of success on your future endeavors, and may God grant you with showers of blessings. We are going to leave it here for now. We'll be back in your feed shortly with more coverage, analysis, and updates. Thank you for listening to the GOP Alliance program, unifying our Republican community while preserving and promoting our identity, attitudes, values, and knowledge. It's always been about faith, family, order, justice, and freedom. If this is your first time listening to our show, please go back and listen to the others we have. For our returning listeners, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate you and your feedback. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to having you on our next episode.